Hello and welcome to all you folks out there in cast country. You're listening to the Kitchen Sink Podcast. It's the show about everything and nothing. I'm your host, Memphis T-Bone Dodson, and I'm the illegitimate son of a Louisiana voodoo woman named Miss Cleo, but my friends usually call me Just Chad. I don't want to waste any time tonight. I'm just really briefly going to tell you what we're going to talk about. We're going to be talking about embarrassing things that we all do, but that we're, we're kind of afraid to admit or maybe just outright afraid to admit. And there was no better team I could think of to discuss this than the dynamic trio, the three musketeers as I've, I've come to calling us. They're not calling us yet that yet, but we're all going to get matching tattoos at some point. Um, and, but I've got back with me uh, Mr. Josh Heyman and Cody Richards, the fan faves, back to talk about these embarrassing habits. And guys, I thought... I had heard about most embarrassing habits. And then I mentioned to some students today, I said, pretty excited, recording a podcast tonight. And they were said, oh, what's it going to be about? And I said, no, it's about this embarrassing habit thing. And one of the kids said, oh, yeah, you know, like when the palm of your hand itches and then you bite it to itch it. <laughs> And I said, I've done that. I said, what? what? <laughs> and then every kid in the class was like, yeah, I do that. You don't do that? And I said, what, what are you guys even saying right now? <laughs> what, am I, are, we, are we in the freaking matrix right now? What is happening? And they're like, yeah, you know, like when the base of your palm itches and you go in to like bite it. And, and like, because, you know, it just, it's, it's better that way. I said, I've never, like, you, like you're biting your hand. Like, well, you know, we try not to do it in public. And, and I'm like, oh, what, why would you? do it at all just itch it they're like you know sometimes you don't have the fingernails for it and yeah. so you just get there with your teeth and, you're, <laughs> and I'm like like you what you honey badger your hand like I, and I told him I said I knew a kid who just used to lick his hand in school and he just looked you right in the eyes and he was licking his hands like what's going on serial killer I mean that's that's serial killer activity I was so disturbed by this habit that I then went down to the lunchroom where I have uh, lunch duty. And I went to a couple of kids and I said, listen, be honest with me. When the palm of your hand itches, do you bite it to scratch it? And the kids said, yeah, you don't do that? <laughs> I said, what? And then I just started going to every single table. I started stopping adults who were walking through the hallways. Oh I mean, my, my blood pressure went from like already high like it normally is because I'm a gangster <laughs> and I know how to live a thug life to straight up like I could stroke out at any moment. The whole lunchroom was basically turned inward to me like, what are you doing, fat man? And I'm like, everybody listen. When this part of your palm itches, do you bite it to scratch it? And everybody's like, yeah, you don't do that? And I'm like, oh my God, what's going on? And I said, I mean, and then I thought, maybe it's a youth thing. And so then I went and found somebody that's not quite 30. She's a teacher at the school. And I said, do you do this? And she said, yeah, I do it all the time. You don't do it? I'm like, Whoa. and then I found someone that was older than me, maybe by at least 15 years. And I said, have you ever done this? She said, oh yeah, I do that. And then I ran up on some other person who had a whole explanation for it. They said, yes, I, I bite my palm. I bite, 
I'm just rubbing it. See, I'm, I'm already, I'm going up. Guys, I might stroke out. Don't let me die. You, do, you let me, you pull me out to the street. Let me die out there. Now, so, so anyway, I asked this woman, I said, do you do this? And by now I'm, I'm, I'm yelling at everybody just inside. I even went up to the office where like kids were sitting in trouble and they were like being sad. And I was like, do you do this? And so like, I thought, I thought like, we've got like one of those police officers in there. I'm asking him and he's like, do I need, do I need to take you in right now? Like, are you okay? Are you going to make it? And, and, and this this woman, she said, yes, do you, listen, do you understand how much bite force you have in your jaws? And so when you itch, it's so much more satisfying okay. to apply that bite force onto your hand rather than just scratch it with your nails. And I, and I, and I just, and I just sat down and I just, I started weeping and I'm like, nothing's real. <laughs> nothing's real. I, I, like I didn't, I like everybody else was gone from the lunchroom and I'm just sitting there like talking to the kids that are cleaning the tables. I'm like, I don't even know guys. Like, like, are we going to start? Like, is a tree really a rock? And is a rock really a tree? Or like, is snow really rain? Or is, I don't know. I don't, what's real anymore? And I, I mean, I full on, Freak out. So, all right, Josh, you said you you do this. We yeah. have done this. Yeah, yeah. Cody? Yeah, I do it all the time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and not just like the palm of my hand, like anywhere that I can I can get to, you know? All the way, all the way down <laughs> to the elbow, I mean. Yeah, you just try to reach for it, you know? Oh, man. I've, I've never, 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 ever in my life ever heard of such a thing. I think this is the greatest madness I've ever heard. I mean, I feel like I woke up this morning in an episode of The Twilight Zone. Like, this is it. Finally, the aliens, they fi- they finally got me. This is all just a simulation. <laughs> and, and like some, there's a glitch in the Matrix and everybody is like a hand biter except Chad and everybody thinks it's okay except Chad and I'm like I've never but here's the thing I've discovered as I've started doing it today because I've been biting my palm all day long because I don't okay I can't quite I don't know if it's like I might have like T-Rex arms a little bit maybe I don't know like maybe as my midsection has grown like my arms don't fully so like as I try to bring it in like I feel like I can't get like a good like I'm I just, it's not comfortable. Like, I feel like I hit my nose or I can't bend my wrist far enough. And I, I just, I can't. But now my hands won't stop itching all day long. And <laughs> it takes every, practice. Every Josh. time something itches, I just hide it. And I, oh. So, yeah. You'll hmm. get there. You'll yeah. get there. You'll find it. One of us. One <laughs> of us. <laughs> 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 no, no, not today, aliens. Not today. I didn't realize there were others. I thought I Me was either. the only I one. I never even thought about this as a yeah. thing. I just subconsciously do it. Not something you talk about with people, yeah. I guess. Well, at, when I first said it, like the first group of kids I said it to, they all like put their heads down. They're like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, wait. Wait, look look at me. Look at me in the face. <laughs> I said, do you do this? They're like, mm-hmm. And and then and then like almost every, but now it started to become comical and everybody was happy to admit it. Mm-hmm. But but the the one woman who was explaining the bite force thing to me, she said, um, "I don't you know I don't do it around other people because it's weird." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Yes, it is not weird. Apparently, <laughs> it's not weird." Guys, listen, I I this might be more common than nose picking. I'm going to ask mm. everybody, everybody. That's going to be my conversation starter from now on. <laughs> I'm going to meet perfect strangers and say, look, when this part of your hand itches, do you bite it to scratch it? And I don't know if that's a good way to make friends, but I'm going to find out. It's a good icebreaker. Oh, my gosh. Because I, I don't know how I've lived my whole life and nobody's ever taught. Like, I feel like I discovered, like, the secret of Pandora's box today or something. Like, like I, I feel like I've, I've said this out loud 
and I might be in witness protection tomorrow. <laughs> like the men in black are just going to show up and like all the students that were in the cafeteria today and just start zapping them. <laughs> and because uh, like no, we, we weren't supposed to know. We weren't supposed to know. I'm convinced that this wasn't public knowledge. Nobody was talking about it because no one wants to talk about biting their hand because it's strange. And, and yet, so common. I mean, I bet at least, I don't, I don't have the empirical numbers, but there were only maybe three, maybe five other people who were like, I don't do that. But then when I asked the follow-up question, but have you heard it or have you seen people do it? They're like, oh yeah, I've heard of it and I've seen people do it. Hmm. I was the only person I talked to today. I felt like that old Jim Carrey movie, uh, The Truman Show, yeah. where it's like I was the only one oh, that yeah. didn't know what was happening. <laughs> yeah. And and I, I, I really, really, I, I still got a few more people to run it by, but oh, oh my goodness. I, hmm. You should take a poll. Yeah. Really, oh my You're door gosh. to door. Yeah. I should just go to homerooms on Monday and be like, everybody, listen up. <laughs> and what was funny is people saw me doing this from a distance and then like having a full man, you know, a full blown fat man freak out. And then kids started coming up to me, why are you biting your hand? And I just kept doing the same motion, just rubbing over the base of my palm when this part of your palm itches. And oh, it was. It was so bad. Like when I got to my next period class, I had to like sit down because I felt lightheaded. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, I don't know if I have diabetes, but but if I do, it might be kicking in right now, man. I, I don't understand how to rationalize the world. And the, and the kids that I had in that class are like, listen, man, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm like, it's not okay. You're with them, aren't you? You're with them. This is the beginning of the uh, end. You're gonna you're gonna uh, dive into insta- insanity. Like a Twilight episode or Twilight Zone episode <laughs> where Zone. all the pig people, you know what I'm talking about? Oh. And they, uh, they're trying to fix that girl and like they un- unwrap her and she's like normal and she's like pretty and everybody else has got these pig faces. And you're like, what is happening? That's Chad, buddy. Oh, oh man. It was, it was definitely like like one of those like type of scenarios where like, I feel like I'm the only one that knows what's happening right now. <laughs> Oh yeah, so so I guess I guess the moral here is listen, if you're out there and you know you're you're at home depressed because you're thinking, man, nobody else bites their hand when it itches. Uh, listen, apparently that's the, what the whole human race has in yeah. common. And, you're not alone, and nobody mm-hmm. knew. You're you're not alone. You're not alone. Not alone. You can come towards the light. It's fine. You're not going to be probed <laughs> at first. And. <laughs> <laughs> Join the hand-biting revolution. (laughs) That could be on our next piece of merch. Just a psychotic face, sweating and biting Biting a paw. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right. But but this is the so this is new. This I mean this is totally just brand new today. What I was going to lead off with though was nose picking. Knows, but everybody does one. that too. Everybody yeah. does it, right? Everybody, yeah. everybody. It's a normal does thing. It. Yeah. Apparently, there was a study. Uh, I don't know from where, and I don't know how reputable it was. But apparently, there was a study, like in the '90s, late '90s, that asked, like, how many people pick their nose, and something like 90 percent of people who knew they had full confidentiality admitted to picking their nose, and something like 70 percent of those people believed that everybody did it. But as I have asked this question, I know this is terrible to say the students are my sample size, <laughs> but uh, as I asked a group of students, I'm like, come on. Now, listen, it's a safe place. Don't worry. <laughs> Nobody's going to judge you. I mean, at least not much, I don't think. <laughs> and I said, well, 
do you pick your nose? Like who picks their nose? I listen, I'm going to admit it. I'll break the ice. I pick my nose all the time. And the older that I get, I get less concerned with who sees. Right. Same. <laughs> yeah. We listen. I had an old man do something so gangster in Parkersburg the other day. We had just left Outback, you know, blooming onion on the stomachs and whatever else we had gotten. Just heading to Sam's Club. There was this old man driving a Cadillac right next to us. We pulled up to a light together. I looked over at him, and he looked at me. He took a finger, just shoved it up there and started digging. <laughs> and then traffic started to move, and he started to move, and we started to move, but he didn't look forward. He just eyeballed <laughs> me and the wife. And he took that thing out of his nose, and we could see it. This is how oh, big this thing gosh. was. We could see it. <laughs> wow. He examined it briefly, and he looked at us. He still hasn't looked at the road. We've been driving forward at least a good five, ten seconds. <laughs> and he just pops that thing oh, right in his mouth God. and starts chewing. Oh. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. Dude, that's a power move right there. Mm. He, was, he was asserting his dominance. Yes, he was. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> I want you guys to know I don't care. <laughs> uh, okay. When I was a child, I, I'll admit it, I ate my boogers. Mm -hmm. I mean, me too, yeah. Sure. Yeah. They were salty and wonderful. <laughs> and you didn't know what else to do with them. <laughs> I didn't know, right? You're like, my mom was always like, don't flick it because then someone could cut their foot on it. And I said, what? what? Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? She said, yeah, you flick a booger, it gets stuck in the carpet. She said, follow me on this one, Chad. I said, all right, mother, Connie Jean, the hot flash queen. I said, tell me <laughs> why this will cut a foot. She said, think about it. It gets stuck in the, in the carpet fibers. But then nobody picks it up. And then, let's say it's a big one, you know, and it's got, it lands and it makes a point. And then the air dries that sucker up. She said, she said, you ever, you ever, you ever really touched a really hard, dried booger, Chad? I said, uh... No. She said, I'm just telling you, some of them are so substantial. Somebody could be walking barefoot on our carpet one day and cut their foot, and then we'd be liable for their cut foot. They would wow. have a booger cut. They would definitely wow. get an infection. And, I, and the whole time I'm thinking, my mom's punking me right now. But she, <laughs> she was dead serious. She said that, and then she just went off and made dinner like she hadn't just said something real crazy. And I was like, uh I'm just going to go back to playing Super Mario Brothers. I don't know how to respond to that, Mom. But yeah, yeah, she was dead serious. And all the time she'd say, never flick it towards clothes because then you could cut somebody in the mall if you brush past them. Oh, my like, gosh. She, she was really concerned about dried boogers and injuries. Wow. And I, I'm like, and I always wanted to be like, Mom, what happened to you in your childhood? <laughs> like, did your brothers <laughs> used to terrorize trauma. you with dried boogers booger or something? Trauma. Like, you don't know about booger trauma. <laughs> it's just like, whoa, Mom. And she's put a lot of consideration into this chat. Dude, man. Wow. Wow. My mom's, gosh, I love her, but she's, she's nuts. She's, mm. she's, I mean, when you meet my mom, you're kind of like, yeah, it all makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whether she believes it or not, I feel like that's really good, like, parenting. Like, just say something, like, crazy. It's real crazy, and it'll stick with you forever. Yeah. Hey, it worked, yeah. 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 I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I say crazy stuff to my kids, and I don't really know if it's true or not. Yeah. Josh, do you do the same? Sure, yeah. Yeah. If mm -hmm. I had kids, I would just say random crazy things, too. <laughs> and never, ever say that it's not true. So forever, they'll believe it. Yeah. Be like, you know, they can cook keys in the microwave. Like, well, really? But don't you ever do it. They'll burn the house down. Like, oh, well, how do they do it then? I don't know. Special foil or something, you know. 
But yeah, no, the boogers. Now, I, know I stopped eating boogers a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Stopped eating boogers a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But I do still pick the nose. And when mm-hmm. I inquired, here's the thing. I mean, I'm not going to make you guys admit whether you you said you you still pick it. Oh, all the time. All the time. In public, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Josh, <laughs> you, still, you still pick them out? Yeah. Yeah. Well, seriously. Man, it's no different than like, you know, you get the crust in your eyes when you wake oh, up. Yeah. Yes. People do that in public all the time, but. I mean, they call them eye boogers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's pretty much the exact same thing. Yeah. Because I asked, I asked some people, I said, well, here's the thing. If you don't pick your nose, when you get a really aggressive booger, and it won't come out through through blowing or sneezing. It's so annoying. What do you do? I mean, other, other than just develop a nose whistle and embarrass yourself <laughs> all day. And they're like, well, you know, you just, you, you take a, 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 like a tissue and you stuff it up there. I said, wait, 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 wait. That's still picking your nose. That's picking your nose. And they're like, well, no, but the tissue's like around the finger. And I'm like, what? now wait a minute. I mean, semantics yeah. now. So you get it up there. <laughs> But you're still picking. They're like, no, that's not picking your nose. And I submit to you that putting your finger up your nose with a uh, w- with a, a tissue yeah, around that's it, not that, protecting it from anything. No, first of all, no, no. no. And and the way I've always looked at it is boogers are just totally harmless. Like when I figured out how boogers were formed, I'm yeah. like, boogers aren't gross. No, the boogers are protecting us. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to embrace the booger. Embrace the I, booger. That's yeah. another merch idea. That is embrace the booger. <laughs> embrace the booger. <laughs> So I'm going to keep picking my nose. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> I, I, I refuse to believe there's a single person out there that uh, doesn't pick their nose, that doesn't let like the, the nose rocks just stay in there. You know, mm-hmm. that everybody has to get rid of them. If you yeah. leave them up in there, then it's going to drive you crazy. You get nosebleeds and things. Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my daughter picks her nose all the time. And she gets nosebleeds all the time, mm. freaks herself out. And I'm like, listen, it's perfectly healthy. You picked that nose. Mm-hmm. However, I told my son the same thing, and I still catch him eating his boogers. And I'm like, bro, I'm going to talk about this on the podcast <laughs> and publicly shame you. You've got to stop eating your boogers. Like, I mean, listen, I get it. They're delicious. I remember what they tasted like to this day. Mm. If you've never washed a booger down with like some nerds and a Mountain Dew, <laughs> oh uh, you haven't lived yet, man. You just, you haven't lived. I said, but, buddy, you have passed the acceptable age of eating your boogers. <laughs> Nobody should be eating boogers past the age of, I, I 46 I, or something. Yeah, 46. <laughs> yeah. Man, them nose nuggets are God's gift, man. <laughs> nose nuggets. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, okay. I've I've laid some out for me, but but let's 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 bring you guys in here. All right. What what do you guys got for me? I mean, some embarrassing habits that you know everybody does, but nobody talks about. I constantly smell my hands. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. <laughs> Do tell. Uh, there was a reason behind it. It's, <laughs> it's not that I'm a germaphobe or anything like that. Like, germs are good. You know, that's fine. I'm not afraid of that. Um, but like, I don't like my hands to smell. Like if I eat food, I wash my hands because I don't like my hands smelling like food. Like I touch my face a lot. If I can smell just, you know, my hands being close, I can smell the food on them or whatever, then it drives me nuts. I gotta, gotta wash them. And so I'm all, all the time 
Yeah. Smelling my hands. So, so what's the move like? I mean, if you develop like a subtle, you know how some people yeah. develop like real subtle zipper moves, like they got like a total subtle zipper check. Yeah, you just scratch your face. Oh, <laughs> just scratch the face. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, I, I will admit, okay, I just had Funyuns where y'all came over because I was like, I don't really have time to sit down and make dinner. What's in the pantry? And I saw an unopened bag of Funyuns and I thought for starters, how long have these Funyuns been here? And the wife was like, they've been here like a week. And I said, what? They've been here a week and they're unopened? Like, that's that's almost a crime. You know, I, you can't listen. So, I, I mean, I tore that bag open almost in frustration. Like, no, they've been ignoring you. <laughs> Not today. And then I just started took, taking them down. But I, I know, like, when I when I make a little burpee poo, which we talk, we're, we'll talk more about burps here in a second. But, um, but like, if I, let me get a, <sighs> oh, yeah. Mm. In, in the fingernails? Ugh, it's in the, the kind of, because like, you know, with, oh, 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 yeah. When you get them all together like that. And see, here's the thing. Do you feel like your hands always smell like metal? My hands smell like a lot of random things. Yeah, I don't know. Occasionally. I mean, metal sometimes. Coming from a guy who smells their hands a lot, I get a lot of different scents. Yeah. You know? What's the most common thing you associate with smelling in your hand? Like, what's the, what do you get the most? Food, <laughs> chipotle, soap, soap. <laughs> like I, I think I, I, when I smell my left hand, I mean I play a lot of guitar, you know, so oh, I yeah. kind of get that so will have oh, a lot yeah. of metal. that metal yeah. smell of the strings. You're right, yeah. And then like, weird. and then like, and yeah, we and we know. And listen, I'm not, I'm not telling you anything or anybody. Like, if you ever play one of Cody's guitars? Like you've got some aggressive, I do, like yeah. hand shedding that goes I do. on. My on the guitars, guitars are disgusting. <laughs> and like I'll pick up Cody's guitar and play it for a while, and then I like itch my face. And I'm like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst time to take a drink. <laughs> Got to start videotaping these. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord! But but no, but 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 I have the same issue too. Like I mean, I'll play my guitar for a while. And I'm like, man, what is that's oh, that's like fizz ed, man. Like what is going on right now? And but I get metal a lot. Um, yeah, food. But uh, I think also metal because I drink yeah. uh, an unhealthy amount of Mountain Dew, and I only mm. like like most soda. I, I, for me, it's either got to be in a glass bottle. Or a can. I hate plastic bottles. It just doesn't taste the same. And so I wonder, like, like even now smelling my hands, I mean, even though Funyuns are super overpowering, mm-hmm. I still even get a little bit of that, like, metal taste on my hands. Yeah. But, you know, I actually, I smell a lot of things. Like, I smell almost everything. And I think that the reason is because I, I don't think that I smell very good. Uh. Not, not that I haven't, like, showered in a long time. That kind of smell very good. But, like, I don't think I have a real strong sense of smell. So, mm. like, I'll pick things up and smell them or get close to them and smell them just to see. Or maybe yeah. I'll just rub my hand on it. You know, <laughs> like, I, I've always had, like, later, a, really, <laughs> a really weak sense of smell as well. Yeah. So I find myself smelling a lot of things, mm-hmm. too. Just trying to get, like, just trying to get, like, a scent of something. Yeah, just yeah. to know you're in the world yeah. or something. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I, I sniff my hands a lot, too, but I, like, take it to another level. And this might out me as, like, a really gross person. All right, let's but, like, I, I, sm- I smell my fingers after, like, picking various orifices on my body. <laughs> okay. like, I'll dig my fingers in my belly button and be like, hmm, I wonder what this smells like. Almost always yeah. makes me gag. It's Man. 
I was hoping I wasn't going to have to admit it, but yeah, yeah. I do the same. You scratch I mean, your head or something mm-hmm. like that, or yeah. Now, I mean, I imagine you know you're a very skinny guy, Josh, so you probably don't really have a belly button to go into. Yeah, I mean, I do have a belly button. I, mean, but yeah, I don't. Yeah. It doesn't usually itch. Are you an innie or an outie? Any. Yeah. You don't see. Yeah, yeah. Whip it out, man. Or whip it in. Whip Whip it in. I don't. But like, but like, if you're a big guy, like, I mean, I can, I, I I mean, I can easily go like two knuckles deep. You know, I mean, it's just when you're a big guy. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, and then, what's worse is like things get trapped in there too. Oh yeah, hamsters and (laughs) small rabbits. Like if you wear a sweater or something, a little bit of Dorito. You know, a little bit. (laughs) You just put something in there for the mice when they crawl up on you in the middle of the night. You're in the middle. Everybody eats. Sleep Man. apnea throat and the mice are just not <laughs> <laughs> collection of bottle caps. From- <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of like like the original idea from the fanny pack probably came from a fat guy who was like, you know, we need more storage down here. <laughs> <laughs> Should market this, yes. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I uh, I think that's fair. And then, mm-hmm. well, or if you go to the restroom, you know, I always. Regardless of what I do in the restroom, mm-hmm. I'll go wash my hands and smell my hands and be like, I don't smell like funky. I yeah. don't want to smell like pee or poo, yeah. you know, because I don't want to freak everybody out, you know, like go back in and be like, sorry, prayer group. I know I smell like poop right now. You know what I mean? But yeah, no. <clears throat> so that's a, yeah, hand, hand smelling's a biggie. Yep. Checking out the, uh, the orifice. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've got like stretched ears and uh, it, yeah. gunk forms inside oh, yeah. of those. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like constantly like playing with the ears and like giving yeah. a little, giving a little sniff uh-huh. and be like, oh, this is not good. Uh, yeah. let, let me tell you about orifice smells that stick with me. All right. When I was working at the hearing aid place, uh. um, man, there was a dude came in one day, older guy, and he was one of those guys who liked to wear open toed shoes. And he absolutely should not have because he had like, I mean, his toes, his toenails in particular were so aggressive and they were so big and like knotted and talons, like they curled over the toes and stuff. And uh, I mean, like he probably could have cut a child with those things. No problem. He was. Oh my gosh, dude, you got to knock that out. Well, this one time, uh, they, he was getting these, uh, the kind of hearing aids where you need to get like an impression of your ears made. And the rule was if someone had bad wax buildup, right, we couldn't, we couldn't make an impression and we couldn't clean their ears either. Mm. And, uh, but this, this one day, like I was looking in his ear and I didn't even get to the ear and I saw it hanging out. Like this earwax was just hanging out. And they were like, well, do you think you could like tug on it? And I'm like, oh, man. Like, I don't, I'm not supposed to. I mean, it's not all going to come out at once anyways. No. And, uh, and, or at least that's what I thought. Mm. And, and so they're like, they're like, listen, listen, would you, would you please just try? He's miserable. He needs this done. And I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. Since it's on the outside of the ear, like, you know, maybe I can get a hold of it. And I said, but listen, if it breaks, I can't, I can't go in for it, you know. So I gloved up and everything, and I got a hold of it, and I started oh. to wiggle it a little bit, and it was solid. But not only that. No wonder he needed hearing aids. Yeah, but not only that, 
the smell coming out of this man's ears. When I started jiggling it, like this oh. little yellow fluid started, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was like, oh, uh, and, and the smell was so, uh, I mean, not like anything I've ever smelled in my life before. It was so nasty. And then I was kind of just wiggling it, and then I felt it kind of break loose, and it, this like a log came out of this man's ear, a tiny oh, little log. Gross. I mean, I, like I put it down on a paper towel, and I put it beside like a quarter or something so he could see how big it was. I was like, dude, you need an ear cleaning routine, bro. And yeah. that smell was still still there even after you took it out i'm like you know listen this smell and this discharge out of your you need to go see your doctor man like this is bad this is really oh. bad like and I, but but i mean if it hadn't been on the outside of the ear i couldn't have touched it but because i could just get my fingers on it you know oh it was that's <sighs> disgusting yeah it's super super disgusting well cody what else you got in the uh embarrassing category well i feel like i got one that everybody does um you pee in the shower yeah, yeah. Oh, everybody pees mine. in the shower. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean everybody. I th- I feel like if someone says they they don't pee in the shower, they're lying. Yeah, Every, everybody pees because it just goes down the drain. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course. Uh, <clears throat> so I <clears throat> early on in in my wife and I's relationship, uh, you know, we because you know you'll be in the shower or whatever. They'll come and use the bathroom. Forget, flush the toilet and scald your skin or whatever. <laughs> um, and, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. And uh, one time I, I, I was in there and and it was like an open shower. I think it might have been like a hotel room or something. She was just kind of standing there talking to me. And uh, we were just like mid-conversation and I just started peeing. She said, oh my gosh, are you peeing right now? Because I was looking <laughs> right at her. I mean, I just didn't even breathe. I was like, whatever. I'm in the shower. She's like, oh, this is disgusting. I'm like, you don't pee in the shower? <laughs> She's like, what's well, different for girls? Like, I said, well, but I mean. You still you gotta know, clean anyway. Yeah, you still yeah. Gotta, you gotta clean up, you know, like maybe you haven't already soaped down. What's the matter? She's like, I don't wanna feel pee running down my leg. I'm like, well, for starters, how could you tell? Don't because, notice it. You know, I mean, <laughs> you got the you, shower right? The shower's hitting you. Like, yeah. she's like, I would know the pee. Uh, like, well, how would you know it was the pee? She, well, the pee would be warm. And I'm like, you, well, you taking cold showers? <laughs> and then here's the thing: have you ever have you ever seen that uh, that GIF online of like a show show like a person in the shower, but then like flames are shooting out of the shower head, and like we all know somebody like this. Mm-hmm. My wife is that person, man. She doesn't like to come out of the shower unless she's she's burned off at least one or two layers of skin. Wow. I mean, I can I cannot. Like I, I can't even hardly get near a shower that she's in. I'm like, you are out of your mind. And she's training our daughter to also be this way. My daughter also <laughs> likes the insanely scalding hot shower. I'm like, man, I'd rather take a cold shower than all that kind of Shame. noise. So that's how she knows that she's peed because it's colder. Uh, right. Uh-huh. That's right. That's probably true. Yeah, the pee is probably colder. Yeah, but I, I mean, she, yeah, she thinks it's disgusting. I'm like, I, everybody, like you just wash it down. Fun fact. You know, Andre the Giant was so big. I think he'd be okay with us sharing this now because he's dead. Um, but but he was so big, you know, Andre the Giant, the famous wrestler, that uh, when he when he had to um, go number two at, in the in the hotels that he stayed in, he couldn't fit on the toilet. Right. So according to Jake the Snake Roberts, mm. uh, he just poop in the bathtub. And mm. and Joe Rogan, I heard him having this conversation with Jake the Snake, and Rogan was like, "Well, what did what did he do? He's like, I just turn on the shower and just rinse it down, do the old waffle stomp." Come on! Oh, the waffle stomp. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh you goodness. said it like it's like it's a classic. <laughs> Everybody does the waffle stomp, right? Waffle stomp. Right, right, guys. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Speaking of 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 poop, we we got to talk about this. Um. D- All right. I didn't know this was a thing, but. Um, I was watching a YouTube video the other night and I get these infomercials like we all do now that pop up and we forced to watch for at least five seconds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this one guy, he had a great pitch line and I was in, I immediately watched the whole video and his, like the words, the first words out of his mouth were, did you know that at any one given time, every human being has five to 20 pounds of toxic poop in their system. And he says poop really fun. And so I was, I was in, I was like, okay, man, I just want to, I'm, I'm just waiting for you to say poop again. And he just kept saying it. It was real ASMR. Like it was very relaxing. And then he ended up talking about something called, um, Zupu. Z-U-P-O-O, Zupu. And he referred to something called the, uh, Bristol poop chart. And he said it like it was a real thing. And in my mind, I thought, this isn't a real thing. No medical journal anywhere is going to have something called the Bristol poop chart. And so I did what everybody does. I Googled it. <laughs> and this is a real recognized by medical science chart. They use this thing. You know how you go to the doctor and some people, they'll have like the circle which faces you right now. I bet when you go to the butt doctor, uh, whatever their <laughs> fancy name for the butt doctor is, like when you're like, I can't poop right. And they're like, go to the butt doctor. And you go to the butt doctor. I'm, I bet the Bristol poop chart is on the wall. And, and it's called the Bristol poop chart because apparently some doctor with the last name Bristol is the one who invented it. Like sure. my senior year of high school or something like that. And I don't know how I went through my senior year of high school and didn't hear about that. Yeah. But, you know, the internet wasn't as popular back then. But, Cody, do you still have the Bristol poop I do, chart pulled I up? I do, I oh, do. Oh, my gosh. All right, walk us through the Bristol poop chart. Tell us there's, there's what, there's seven there levels? There are or seven? seven levels to the Bristol poop chart. Okay, here we go. Level one, separate hard lumps like nuts. And then, like nuts? Like nuts. Like, like well, well, you know, I mean, have you guys ever seen a Brazil nut? I'm no. not sure. Oh, man. You guys have never seen a Brazil nut? I'm about to look so. up Brazil oh, nut. Oh, man, the Brazil nut, when, when growing up, like the thing to do at Christmas time, for whatever reason around my house, was to get like a, a big dish and put a bunch of nuts in it. And, you know, it'd be walnuts and you know, cashews and all kinds of other things. Okay. One of them was the Brazil nut. Let's take a look at the picture. Oh, Good yeah. Lord. Yeah, the Brazil nut. Yeah, I and, like those. And nobody ever touched the Brazil nuts. I mean, the the candy dish was eventually just Brazil nuts. I didn't even know how to eat them, but they looked disgusting on the outside. I mean, they almost looked like a, a piece of poo, if I'm just being real honest. You know, they look a lot like uh, the type one in, on the Bristol stool chart. Yeah. They mm. look a lot like those little, uh, what do you what do you call those candies? Um the little like chocolate balls. Well, the, is it goobers? Malted milk balls. Malt. Oh yeah. Uh, the whoppers. Whoppers. Yeah. The whoppers. Oh my gosh. My dad would eat those things like by the by the truck yeah. for Easter time, man. Oh. So no. if your poop looks like Brazil nuts or whoppers, <laughs> you got the type one. Oh man, and that's not. Isn't that, is that a, good? A, that according bad? to the zoo poo guy, that's not good. Yeah. Yeah. In parentheses, it says hard to pass. Yeah. 
So you, you can't push those out very well. And I'm looking at deer and like rabbits, and I'm thinking, yeah. do they have a hard time pooping? I feel bad for maybe. them. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe, like, maybe deer and rabbits are constantly constipated. Maybe. Yeah, and that's what that means, right? You're, 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 this is on the constipated side mm-hmm. of the scale. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, what's, what's next level? Type two is sausage-shaped but lumpy. Is this the one that looks like the Reese's Nut Rages? It looks That's like the a Reese's Nut Rages, yeah. Man, if you're not listening, if you're following along right now and you're listening, you gotta you gotta Google the Bristol poop chart. You gotta yeah. follow along right now. <laughs> and, and if you if you can look at type two and and be like, "That's not a Reese's Nut Rages," <laughs> then I, I mean, because I, I mean, that's if if I didn't know that this was a poop chart and someone put that up there, I'd be like, "Man, I love Reese's Nut Rages. Man, those <laughs> things are awesome." Ooh, yeah, I'm not sure if I uh, never want to eat a nutrageous again or look at this picture that makes me want <laughs> that a makes me hungry. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to go to Dollar General. I, I and get think one I right might now. have to stop and pick one up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, top th- type three. We've got sausage shaped, but with cracks on surface. Hmm. Oh, what sauce? does that look like? Does it look like a pine cone or something? Kind of, yeah, 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 pine cone. Yeah. yeah, it almost it almost looks like. Like it's like if if poop could get chapped lips or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that looks like chapped lips. That's lip a poop. chapped turd right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's a chapped turd. <laughs> and that one's not healthy either. You don't want mm. nobody wants chapped turds. No, no. All right. That just sounds no. I keep fun. thinking you're saying chapter. Like chapter, chapter one. <laughs> chapter chapter turd. Chapter turd. Type four, we've got sausage or snake-like, oh, smooth huh. and soft. Yeah. Smooth and soft. Kind of looks like how when you're playing with Play-Doh and you rub your yeah. hands together and oh, you get that like, yeah. you get that like snake. Yeah. And apparently that's what you want. Yeah. Apparently, if you have type four poo, according to the zoo poo guy, then your poop is on point. Hmm. I kind of wish I had poops like that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No doubt. Type five is the most distressing to me. The chicken nugget one? Yes. <laughs> they look yeah. like chicken nuggets. Soft blobs with clear-cut edges, in parentheses, easy to pass. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I, I even I even uh, uh, heard heard this. These are the, oh, no, 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 no. This, but yes, but they do. I'll tell you what they also remind me of. Those little jerky bites. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They almost look like little jerky. And I love those jerky bites. And I look at those, and I'm like, mm, man, jerky bite poo isn't good either, man. <laughs> but, oh, no, I'm sorry, it was number six. Number six is the real distressing one to me. Fluffy pieces with ragged edges. Fluffy. 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 Mm. Who in their right mind? Like, th- keep in mind, this is something used by medical science. Yeah. And the official description is fluffy. Fluffy. When I think of fluffy... I think of like marshmallow cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. think of uh, you know cool, cool whip. Mm-hmm. I think of anything <laughs> except um, poo with ragged edges. Um, does that say misty? Oh, mushy, mushy, mushy. mushy. <laughs> mushy. I'm like, what is misty poo? The picture kind of reminds me of like what snow outside <clears throat> looks like on the road after it's been like driven on for a while, <laughs> like like a, like, like a mud slushy, or like when a cat throws up, or a cat, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I've definitely uh, seen my cat throw that up before. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, number type seven. Oh, type seven. Type seven. I'm, I'm very familiar with this one. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is Cody has aggressive diarrhea. This every is day. like I definitely have. Would you say 20 percent toxic sludge? <laughs> That's what's inside me, like every day. Type seven, we got watery, no solid pieces, in parentheses, entirely liquid. 
Uh, man, I mean, that's just a frosty. That's all that yeah. that is right there. Mm-hmm. That's it's just a frosty, a frosty that's set yeah. out for too long. Yeah. That's, that's, like <laughs> that's a 20-minute old frosty right there. You go there. get some Chipotle. That's like Mount St. Helens afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you're, you're letting it go. Yeah, and, and, and listen, and, and I guess I say all of that to say, I think everyone looks at their poo. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest, I don't because it scares me. <laughs> <laughs> I flush it before I look because I don't want to know. I'd rather be in the dark. <laughs> like, is there blood in there, Cody? You're like, you know what? I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. <laughs> if they asked me to point out what it was, I would just have to say it kind of felt like a seven, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I went home and ate a nutrageous bar thinking that's what it would produce, but I didn't, it didn't work, man. Like, so I, th- I think, I think the, the thing is you, you need protein in your, in your diet, more protein. Maybe, maybe that's, so. maybe that's the answer. I don't maybe know. maybe I need uh, what was it called new new poo Zupu. I need Zupu. I need Zupu. Yeah. Apparently, the Zupu product. If you take it, um, you'll you'll exit like the cat you had when you were a child. Wow. Like that's <laughs> everything comes out, man. I mean, the toxins, secrets, uh, lost children. I mean, Neverland is apparently in there. Uh, it's all coming out, man. To reunite with Fluffy again. That's reunite great. with Fluffy. <laughs> you know what I think? I think Taco John's puts Zupu in their food. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I eat a lot of Taco John's, and I feel like I'm I'm putting out things I ate back in the second grade. <laughs> Nickels and crayons, <laughs> butters. I've been looking for that Hot Wheels. <laughs> One day you're just like Boba Fett. <laughs> I thought you were in the Sarlacc pit. Come on, baby. You were inside of me all along. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. Um, okay, another another embarrassing one that I've got is um, it has to do with gaseous releases for sure. And I feel like all we've done is this could be like a bodily fluid episode. Yeah. Or like what comes out? We'll, <laughs> we'll get off bodily stuff here in a second. Maybe I don't know. We might stay here, but um, I, I have to admit that I th- there's this is a two parter. Part one, I frequently burp and A, think it smells delicious, and B, get hungry at the same time. <laughs> you know what? Same, same. If I've had a steak earlier that day, then yeah. Especially if you had it seasoned up right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, man, it comes back out. You're like, mm, that's like, smells like what I would think a Bobby Flay steak would taste <laughs> like. I'm a, mm. but now that one's not so bad. I'm, I'm, I might be a little alone on this next one, but sometimes when I pass it to gas, you know, give it the old, mm-hmm. uh, every now and again, now not often, mostly the family runs from the room, but sometimes <laughs> I'm like, oh, wait, ooh, tacos? Hey, do we have the stuff to make tacos? My wife is meanwhile like, oh, did that make you hungry? Oh, you're disgusting. And then she'll like take the kids and go to her mom's and be like, hey, you got to think about what you want out of your life, Chad. I'm like, I, I, don't, I just, I just want tacos. I mean, I don't, I don't know, but but listen, I okay. I had from the Fox's Pizza right here in Rutland, Ohio. Shout out to my homies at Fox's. None of them listen, I don't think, but that's okay. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, they make a meat pizza. I ate that thing. Well, I stole a piece of the wife's the other night, and mm. number one, it was delicious. And then the next day. 
I was, I was, you know, things were happening and moving and little, you know, and, and it wafted up and I was like, oh man, there's that meat pizza right there. <laughs> I was like, I wonder if we got any left over. Like, did she save me any slices or did she take, I bet she took it to work. And I was like mad. I was like, I came down like looking for it. Like, where, where is it? Like, I was going to have it for breakfast. Like that's how much it sparked everything. Hmm. Um, but, and, and then, but then moments later, moments later, I got in the tub because I don't, I don't like taking showers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got in the tub and I had another little, you know, I made jacuzzi <laughs> bubbles. And, and it went from meat pizza, wonderful and beautiful, to a nightmare in the tub. Like, I mean, a straight, like Freddy Krueger's hand coming up out of the water, straight nightmare. I was like, ah! and, and here's the thing, guys, why? Why does water make it so yeah. much worse when you pass it a gas? Why? I yeah. feel like it like filters out the good odors and just throws the toxins in your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like this is what's living inside you. <laughs> it's like the gremlin coming it. out. Man. Smell it. Smell it. Smell it. Smell it, you disgusting pig. <laughs> You with your frosty and fluffy and nutrageous poo. <laughs> yeah, it's like it. It's like it instantly turns to like mildewy or something. It's like <laughs> mold. It's just, <laughs> Instant, oh, it's just like it's like if if it had a color, it'd be like like green and black. You know, yeah. just like oh, it's, it's, it's <laughs> terrible. Ugh, gross. Yeah, water water makes it disgusting. You know, going back to your your um, <clears throat> your love of the smell of your farts. Mm. Um, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a fat man. I like food, mm-hmm. so uh, I, I'm kind of on the same page with you. Except when I smell it, I don't get hungry. Like yeah. if I if I know I had a really good meal, I will uh, like if I know I'm gassy at night, I will like go under the covers and just <laughs> just get a big good whiff of it and just be like nostalgic. <laughs> like man, that was a good meal. <laughs> that was a good meal. Listen, I here, wish I still had it. Here's how aggressive smells are. <laughs> If you and listen, I, I, and I do the same thing. I'll get under the covers. But did you know that some smells apparently they don't die? Really, they just stay. Hmm. If you get a smell in some wood grain, it'll stay there. Here's how I know this. By the way, have you guys ever farted yourself awake? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of scary sometimes. It is. Yeah. It is. Like it, it happened. It, it, she killed me for saying this, but it happened. To, it happened to the wife one time. Really? She was sitting there. She was full on, and then all of a sudden, I don't know. She popped away. <laughs> she was, Who's there? She's like, what happened? She's like, what? what? And she's like, oh, what? What'd you do? And I'm like, that wasn't me. <laughs> I just imagine, imagine the panic that sets in when you wake up to the smell of a fart. There's somebody in my house. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> in my house. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like a farty version of the Scream movie or something. Like, um, yeah, but uh, but no. So the the world famous Elvis impersonator, Dwight Eisenhower, mm-hmm. right? Local Megs County boy was in a freaking iPhone commercial. I don't know if you guys knew that or not. Mm-hmm. He's in an iPhone commercial, um, and um, you know we were in a band briefly when I was like in towards the end of high school, uh, college. And um, Dwight, and and I, Dwight, I hate to out you like this, buddy. He is the world's stinkingest feet. Really? <laughs> I mean, like 
Like so much so that when he would, he like, he would never like sleep over at people's places. But then when he started hanging with us, he kind of just didn't have a choice. Cause we're like, we're not driving you all the way back. Cause he lived like 40 minutes away from our place. And, and so he would just like, Oh, well, I don't know where am I, where am I going to sleep guys? And we're like, what's the matter? Just crash out in the bedroom. And he's like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know guys. I don't know. And then we discovered why. Cause one night one of my buddies, Jason, he comes out, he's like, dude, what is that smell? And then here comes Dwight out and Dwight's like, man, I don't know. And he's got his shoes on. And we're like, you sleep in your shoes? And he's like, oh, well, I just kind of fell asleep with, I'll take them off. And I'm like, man, what is that? Like, some died in there. Like, I think like a mouse just died in there or something. Dwight's like, yeah, but must be a rodent. Like, uh, we don't <laughs> know where it is. And then, and then finally, we we eventually figured it out. We're like, it's your feet. You got the stinkingest feet. And he and then he relayed this whole story to us about how, yeah, it's been a problem my whole life, and I had to go to the doctor, and like, I take medicine. I'm like, I didn't know there was medicine for foot odor. It's not helping. Yeah, it's not helping. <laughs> You're not taking it. Like, I don't. I don't know what the deal is, but so what he began doing was when he would crash at my place, he would take his feet and he would bury them in the waterbed, and he would put his feet against the framing of the waterbed, mm. and 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 that would kind of like mask the smell. Mm. So then years later, we were taking the waterbed apart to give someone. I'm talking like two or three years later, we pulled back the area where Dwight used to keep his feet. Oh, no. And that smell, it was alive, y'all. Oh. It came out of there swinging like wow. Voldemort out of that dude in the first Harry Potter movie, man. Like, we were just like, oh! I mean, we, flipped. we all knew what the smell was instantaneously. We are like, you know, we're cursing him from afar. Like, Dwight! And it was, it was the most aggressive wow. smell. I'm talking, man, you, you, you just never underestimate the power of smell, dude. Wow. That smell was next level wow I'm gonna start farting on some wood after a steak dinner <laughs> <laughs> start conducting tests man. give it to people like for Christmas right. that you don't like or something <laughs> oh oh man I just thought of one more it's it's another disgusting physical one and then we should probably talk about some other <laughs> like if anybody's still listening and, or, or they're just got a puke bucket beside them at this point but okay that's, I'm gonna admit this about myself and I don't know if everybody does it but I feel like everybody should at least try it. And I've encouraged people to try this. When someone gets a sunburn and then their skin starts to peel, I, man, I love peeling that skin off there. Mm -hmm. Oh, I do the same. I yes. love, I mean, on my, oh, yeah, all you rub it. You yes. know. I'm going to be honest. I was a little scared for a second. I thought you were going to say you're going to eat it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna, you're gonna eat your skin like gold finger like, like put it in the skin box <laughs> 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 oh, oh that's a good one <laughs> mm, I'm salty <laughs> oh I love that movie so much <laughs> How about no, you crazy Dutchman? Oh. <laughs> Chad just has his little box up in his room <laughs> labeled sunburn. Sunburn. <laughs> oh. I was, you know, I was never, I wasn't into it. 
until I was in the fourth grade and I got like a really intense sunburn. Uh, the doctors called it a third degree burn. It happened at field wow. day in fourth grade. Mm. And I mean, it totally ruined my victory of the Frisbee toss. Like I, I, I there was only gold medal I ever won in anything, guys. I threw the Frisbee further than everybody that day. I was a champion of life. I was like, just carry me on your shoulders like a gladiator <laughs> to the next event. I was all in, man. And then I got this terrible burn. And, and then when my skin started to peel, because um, it peeled bad, my cousin, he came over. He's like, dude, can I peel your skin? And I was like, <laughs> that's a weird question. That's to ask a somebody. weird thing to say to someone you love, bro. <laughs> like, uh, <clears throat> how about no, you crazy Dutch? And so so he's, he's like, man, come on, let me, let me pick the skin. I'll peel it off there. You'll love it. Let me get some and, of that skin. <laughs> <laughs> get that skin. And he started peeling it off of there. That's a and, good friend. And at first, <laughs> and at first, I was like, oh, man. But listen, he was into it. You know how sometimes, like, somebody, like, if you, like, if you were ask your uh, significant other for, like, a back rub or whatever, foot massage, it's maybe going to last a minute or two before finally, like, okay, now you do me. And you're like, oh, come on. Like, like, <laughs> but, man, he got back there and started picking that skin. He's back there for, like, an hour. Jeez. He was committed, bro. Like, he wouldn't give up. And, I mean, he was peeling huge pieces off of there. Dang. Like, like we needed a skin box that day, <laughs> man. It was, and then he's like, he's like, oh, and he, he'd say these things that really creeped me out at first. Like, he'd be like, oh, this is a juicy one. Like, <laughs> and then I'd like, and then like, I'd feel something running down. I'm like, oh, 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 oh. But he was like, yeah. And then he would like sit there and peel. He'd be like, hold still. I've almost got this in one piece. And I mean, he got so into it. And then wow. when it gets down to the point where you could make it snow, you know, where you could just rub it and make it snow. Oh, he loved that too. Oh, it was, and then and then he'd get a sunburn. He'd be like, and he'd be like, all right, now, like he was grooming me for it or something, you know. Do me, a, do me. Do me, man, do me. And I'd be like, all right, man. And then I was into it. And we just sit down there and watch Transformers and peel each other's skin <laughs> off. And, you know, our parents would come down and just be like, we just hope they never kill anybody. Like, I just, that's, that's, the, that's the hope at this point. We just hope they never kill anybody. And peeling each other like a brand new iPhone. That's <laughs> nice. <laughs> Salty. Salty. <laughs> that reminds me of the people who are like obsessed with popping other people's pimples. Oh, yeah. That's just so gross. And then like yeah. like my mom, she watches that Dr. Pimple Popper show. Oh, I can't do I it. hate it. Mm -hmm. It's disgusting. I, I, you watch I, the pimple popper. I love it, man. I see the guilt on your face. I love it. I can't. I've seen probably every free clip on YouTube that there is to watch. <laughs> I'm gonna be real. I pop my own pimples, and I, it's kind of like an an addicting thing. But yeah. I can't like watch. Somebody else's. I can't uh, watch other people in, like the oatmeal gush out of the holes, uh, man. I can't. Oatmeal. I can't watch it. It's stuff. disgusting, but I'm 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 here for it, man. I'm Whoa. like, let's go. Mm, you said I, that, and it reminded me of that uh, part on Eraserhead. Have you guys seen Eraserhead? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. I, I think my zit popping thing actually comes from like a weird trauma. Um, I dated a girl in high school. We dated for like four years and she was obsessed with like popping blackheads and she would, she would like make me lay down and she would take a, uh, what are those things called? Uh, <clears throat> like a, is it a bobby pin? It's like a, it's like a loop. It almost looks like a like a hitch pin or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's usually like brown or whatever. Hairpin. Yeah, yeah, hairpin type thing. And she'd take the edge of that and she'd get right in there like where your your nostril meets your face. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she'd get in there and she'd dig at them. Oh. And then she would say these things with like gleeful 
insanity, she'd go, oh, I got six of them right there. Oh, I mean, oh or, or like, oh, I got so many of them, I can't even count them right there. I mean, Yikes. my nose, I'd go to the bathroom, look at my nose, and my nose just looked like it was exploding. It was red and irritated mm-hmm. and bloody. And she, But she could do that. She's like, man, like, like, can you can you go a little bit longer? And I'd be like, I, <laughs> I, I guess so. And I mean, sometimes for like an hour, she'd be there just watching I Love Lucy <laughs> and popping my zits like a crazy person just over and over and over. But like not even, I couldn't even see anything. But then she'd be like, do you want to see? Do you want to see? No, I do not. I I not want to see. And here's something that I'm a little concerned about speaking about zits. Um, Apparently... And here we go. I'm admitting something. I don't feel like we're, we're we've left the realm of these are things that happen to everybody. To now we're just admitting disgusting <laughs> this things. Is about why we're people. And this is why. But but like but no, my uh, uh, my wife. Uh, she she was uh, we were like somewhere and was laying down watching TV and 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 she saw something on my back and uh, it was it was like probably only the third time in my life I'd ever had my shirt off and. Uh, <laughs> She was like, what's this thing on your back? And this is one of the reasons why I don't take my shirt off anymore. I'm like, I I don't know. I, I, I've never seen my back. <laughs> so she's like, what is, it? what is it? It looks like it's just like a bump. So she started squeezing on it. And stuff started, I guess, coming out of it. And she's saying disturbing things behind me like, oh, gross, oh, my God. And I'm like, what? It's like, like, is, is, is like, a, is like a daddy long legs crawling out of it or something? <laughs> like, I don't know what's happening right now. And I bet and she couldn't stop, could she? She couldn't stop. Yeah. And she, and then she was, but then she was kind of like, you know, the, the other girl I was just telling me, she's like, do you think you can tolerate a little more? I'm going to go get like a pin and like try to mm. pop it. Oh my goodness. And she'd like get pins and she was like pop like a circle around it and she'd squeeze it some more. And it, it was, I was like, what? But, but here's the thing. It won't go away. It refuses <laughs> to die. Really? Like it's still back there, I guess. I mean, I, I, I mean, again, I, I don't, I've, I've never seen my back, but according to her, it's still back there. And it's like her arch nemesis. Like she sees it sometimes <laughs> and she's like, one of these days, we're going to go to the doctor and cut you out. Like it's, it's, it's intense, bro. You know, I think I had one of those in my butt crack once. Ah. The doctor, doctor got rid of it though. Surgery. Well. <laughs> so that's what it takes then. Yeah. Went, so you went to the butt doctor. I went to the butt doctor. <laughs> did you, wait, wait, you, did you see a Bristol poop chart? I did yeah. not. Dang it, man. Come on. I, I wasn't there for poop though. That's true. I was I mean, there for a weird butt bump. Yeah. It's still yeah. the same office. They should still have the right, chart. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, like that's, I, I'm tempted to go to the, go to the butt doctor just to be yeah. like, can I see a Bristol poop chart real right. quick? Right. Like, I'm actually kind of uh, upset that I didn't get to see one. <laughs> <laughs> of course, back then you weren't in the know. Right, like, right, right. I mean, it was. I mean, we're all learning new things here. We're learning that the whole world bites their uh, mm-hmm. their palms, you know. And so you didn't know about the Bristol poop chart. I did not. It wasn't, it wasn't Ignorance is bliss. Yeah, if you didn't know about it, you would just think it was somebody selling like candy or something. Right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys ever like have? Weird conversations, or or yell at, or verbally abuse inanimate objects in your house. Yeah, like uh, especially for me, it's like Siri or or uh, the Google Home. If they're yeah. if like it messes up, I'm just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> like you, you suck. <laughs> Get your act together. Yeah. Similarly, like when I'm typing things, like texting on my phone, if I you know, mistype it, I blame the phone. Like, right. I am so yeah. mad at the phone that I've got to go back and fix it. And I won't use spell, you know, spell check where I, you know, tap it and what, no, I type it myself. You don't do things for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm super mad at Siri right now and have been for a long time. Siri doesn't listen to me ever anymore. And, and I probably deserve it, to be honest. Because, <laughs> you know, who doesn't ask Siri 
awful things all the time. <laughs> oh, always. <laughs> always. I feel like that's something else that people, whether it's, you know, uh, Alexa or whoever, mm-hmm. they're constantly like, like if, if, if we're, if Skynet is becoming aware slowly, I'm, I'm, it's no surprise that they want to kill human beings. Right. You know, because A, they're probably simple of doing really simple math problems for us. And then B, they're probably sick of answering questions about genitalia <laughs> and Lord only knows what else. And they're just like, these people don't deserve to live. This is, this, if we've learned anything from watching human beings, all we got to do is watch one hour of TikTok to be like, oh, yeah. yeah, they're not going to make it as a species. We <laughs> might as well just take this out right now. <laughs> so I can just see it. You know, to kind of bring it in a bit of a circle, I, I've actually asked uh, Alexa, like, why does my belly button smell weird? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She, she didn't give me the right answer. She was like, let me smell. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Have you guys, have you guys seen the, um, I don't remember what the product is. I think it's maybe one of those like Lumi that, uh, that, what do they call it? It's like the freshener for down there or something. Like you're supposed to put it on your crack or something, and it's supposed to help things not smell bad. I don't know what that is, but it sounds awesome. Yeah, it's I see. I don't know, and see, I don't know why I get these commercials on my YouTube. Like I'll ask people about these, and and <laughs> nobody, no chat. Apparently, I'm the only one getting these weird commercials <laughs> about Zupu and like Lumi. Like like the the I think it's called Lumi. Maybe but, the but, simulation's trying to tell you something. Yeah, I, could be. But uh, but yeah, it's it's one now. Apparently, they th- what I learned from watching these Lumi commercials is that there's all kinds of like aggressive bacteria that grow, you know, in the sensitive places, mm-hmm. and uh, and and it's like a like a live fungus apparently, and that's partly what the Lumi will help you kill. One um, of the more entertaining ones that I've seen recently is one. It's literally called the butt suds test. Hmm. Butt suds. The butt suds test. What's Good a name. butt sud? It's uh, so in this commercial, it is a it is a woman standing there, and she's like, "Does your butt crack smell?" And I'm like, "Doesn't everybody's butt crack smell? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that what a butt crack is for?" <laughs> I mean, it's a sewage factory down there, so should it smell like anything oh, else? Absolutely. And 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 so and she's like she's like, "So here's how you do the test: take some soap, get some soap." And then wash your crack, and it shows her making a weird face while she's apparently Applying washing it. her crack. And then, <laughs> and then she brings up the suds, which are now butt suds, and she smells them. And they're like, and she says, "If your suds smell, then that's what your butt smells like." I'm like, who expects to stick their hand in their butt and come back out with rosy smelling? <laughs> Speaking of s- smelling your hands, mm-hmm. this woman smelled her own butt suds and 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 was like, "You need Lumi or whatever." It you was don't some- need suds to do that. Nope. No. No. Just, just reach in there, get a handful. Yeah. yeah, and then and then apparently, if you put this stuff back there, you can suds it up, and hmm, it doesn't smell anymore. I'm like, I feel like that's are, lies. I I feel like it's lies too, and I feel like we're telling a whole generation of people, you should be actively smelling your crack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's wrong with people? What's why does this product exist? Butt suds, the butt suds test. She said that like it was a real thing, although I'm afraid to look it up because it might be like the Bristol poop chart. I didn't know it was a thing. Maybe there really is a test called the butt suds test. Can you imagine? You know, I was I was going to say that I would never do that, like no, but kind of considering it. <laughs> the butt suds test. <laughs> got to try the butt suds I gotta, test. I, as soon as I find it, 
I'll, I'll text you guys so you can enjoy the commercial as well. <laughs> it's uh, it's right up there with the Zupu commercial, man. Zupu, you guys, I'm, I'm, uh, you're, you're getting links later on tonight. That's what's happening. You know, we're going to start getting advertisements for all this stuff just because we're talking about it around our <laughs> phones. They should, they should sponsor us. <laughs> they should. Now sponsored by the Butt Suds. They should. All right. Listen, I'm going to take a total left turn, but I feel like we've kind of talked about this a little bit before, but maybe we can share a little bit of this particular fantasy and everybody get your heads out of the gutter. That's not where we're going with it. My whole life, I've been daydreaming about something going down, like a robbery, mm. a terrorist invasion, mm-hmm. alien invasion, Into whatever. But letting it happen, you know, and, and in particular, happening in my school. Like hero complex. Like hero complex. Yeah. Like when I was in when I was a kid, I thought about it all the time. Me too. Like, like mm-hmm. man, something's gonna go down and I am single handedly, I'm gonna Bruce Willis the crap out of this <laughs> and I am gonna save the day and I will be the champion. And I had a lot of uh imaginary scenarios and you guys shared this, I take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those kind of things play through my head all the time. Mm-hmm. I like growing up. I've been obsessed with like zombie apocalypse stuff, so I'm mm. constantly thinking yeah, I mean, about like I'd be I'd be the zombie killing hero. Yeah, who doesn't <laughs> want to take a ball bat with like nails yeah, in and just, just beat something <laughs> that's coming at you? Destroy it, right? Yeah, but in all reality, I'm I'm a slow fat man, so I'd probably be the first to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Like like recently, I I was playing basketball with my son, and I started running, and I just fell down for no reason. I didn't trip. <laughs> I just feel like that happens. I was trying to stop. I was just standing there, and all of a sudden, I fell over. And my legs just, like, seized, and I just went over. And I'm like, I'm clearly not saving anybody. You know? <laughs> I, but, but I would think about it all the time. Like, I would, for me, it was always movie plots. Always. Mm-hmm. Like, for some reason, I thought that, um, you know, Alan Rickman, you know, Professor Snape himself, I thought he's got to come to the school and clearly there's a safe that they need something out of in the school. Like, I would see things that look like it could be a safe in the school, and I'm like, they probably got gold bars from mm-hmm. Nazi Germany in there or something <laughs> that are worth millions of dollars. Yeah. I don't know why, but uh, it's Hans going going to come steal it. Yep. And there were days, there were days when I would walk around and, like, be acting like I'd be looking at people and I'd be looking out the window, and sometimes I'd talk to myself about it. <laughs> and I'd have, like, an imaginary script in my mind. There goes Chad biting his hand and talking to himself. <laughs> and licking the window. <laughs> smelling his hand. I, uh, I used to have these erasers. Like, I, I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember the Trapper Keeper. Mm-hmm. I used to set that thing up on my desk and make like a little makeshift teepee. And I would take my transformer erasers under there. And, I, and we were saving the school all the time, man. Like, I got to save the school. Um, I even came up with a very complex um, backstory, and this is another really embarrassing thing to admit. And I probably did this until I was like 14 years old. I had a bunch of a random mix of toys, and uh, and they were all living in a universe that had a complete backstory to it. You know, I kind of did the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you kind of grow that as you as you play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine, I'm guy. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I had a GI Joe. I think his name was Crystal Ball. Nice. But in my story, he was the king of a great ruling nation. They were all part of this big war where the whole war was fought hand-to-hand combat. I don't know why. 
I don't know why they, they didn't use swords or guns or tanks or whatever, but um, everybody was in this mix. You know, there was Crystal Ball. There was uh, different people from the G.I. Joe world. Superman was there. Batman was there. I even had these toys they called Visionaries that had these plates on their chest that were like 3D holograms. Oh, yeah, and, I remember those guys. Yeah, and in my yeah. world, they were the ultimate warriors. Like, supposedly, like the legend was, nobody can beat a visionary but a visionary. And I would go on and on and on about this. And 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 when that when they all came back from war, they all had nothing to do. And so Crystal Ball... The king of this great warring nation, uh, because he was a, a he fought in the war himself. He started a fight club of a sort. And see, I did this before Fight Club was a thing. I might have accidentally inspired Fight Club just by putting that thought out there into the universe. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe. But then, but then, like, so he started doing these public displays, right? Where like they would show off their hand to hand talents, and then the guys wanted to like compete and fight for real because they found out it was lucrative and people wanted to watch it. And it blew up into this big tournament, like, like a Mortal Kombat, uh, like a Mortal Kombat type thing. These guys would all come out, and sometimes I, I, I'm going to admit this again is embarrassing. Sometimes the ultimate matches that they would have would be in arenas that were full of water. Uh, which is which mean I would go to the bathtub and I would make my knees like little mountains that they would fight on top uh, of and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they would have these epic showdowns, these like three-hour matches. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I didn't know how I thought they had the stamina for that. <laughs> they, clearly they did a lot of cardio and they hit each other in the head a lot, like squarely in the head a lot, kicked each other in the face all the time, did flips, drowned each other, everything. You know, I mean, I was I was full tilt, man. And Superman wasn't the, wasn't the king of the mountain, man. There were some people that could tape Superman down, which I know doesn't make any sense sense but that was my world and i made it up and i can't believe i just admitted it right here on the podcast man i think that's super cool (laughs) yeah we need to turn that into a movie we do yeah it reminds me of that scene from hot rod you guys seen hot rod oh i love hot rod (laughs) (laughs) he's like man i had this weird dream last night i was like fighting all these wizards and everything and the only way to defeat him was to punch him in the face as hard as i could and then like all all other women just wanted to have sex with me I love that movie so much. I'm drinking green tea all day. It's totally my hat. <laughs> but no, man, like, uh, I've been like a crazy movie, like, movie fan ever since I was a little kid. So I had like crazy imagination, like, scenarios all the time mm-hmm. growing up. So, like, I'm right there with you. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah. Made childhood worth it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I do that with like video game plots too. Like I'd, mm. I'd like act those out like I was living them, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I know I've talked about baths a lot and, uh, and I feel like, boy, we could still go a lot of places with this, but uh, I, got, I got a funny one that goes right along with the peeing in the shower thing. Did you guys ever like take your hands or your arms in the shower and like let the water pull up mm-hmm. and then like drop it so it makes a big splash. I do that every time I shower. Every time. I do something a little different. <laughs> <laughs> what, I, what I do is like after I've, I've washed and I'm clean and everything, I'll cut my hand like to my chest and let the water pull in my hand and then I'll drink it because I'm thirsty. <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> from all that showering, I guess. I don't know. That's good. That's a good idea. <laughs> it is. I've been doing do it for years. 
That's crazy. I didn't think of that. Every time I shower, I'm like, man, I could use a drink. Yeah. Why didn't I just do that? Because <laughs> you can't just turn your face to the to the faucet because it tickles your tongue if you try mm-hmm. to open your mouth. I'm, True. And yeah. here's the other thing. And this, I feel like this is check and mate for the whole I don't pee in the shower thing. Mm. Because if you pee in the shower, you know, even even if you are a girl and it's not as easy to pee in the shower, I guess, I don't know, you could just bundle that water up in your arms and just boom, let it drop and then mm-hmm. just wash everything away. Right. Yeah. Or yeah. you could wash. Or you just wash, <laughs> right? You know, especially if you've got one of those detachable shower heads, you know, there's yeah. no excuse to not pee in the shower. That's just what I'm saying. Or I have, I have another good uh, solution. Practice your squats in the shower. There you go. There you go. Mm. And it's not weird. There well, it might be a little weird, but no one's watching. Yeah, nobody's yeah, seen. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hope and so. Think of the water you're saving by peeing in the shower rather than having to flush it. You right. Know? right. You know how much water a flush uses? It's ridiculous. Like all of it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you're okay. right. You're right. And and here's here's maybe I can Maybe this will be the last thing right here, and maybe you guys can help me be advocates here because there's something that I want in my house that I feel like the rest of the world has. Bidet. Yes. Yes, I want one so bad. I mean, here's the thing. Why would you not want a bidet? Why? There's no reason to not want a bidet. Wouldn't you have to dry yourself afterwards? I don't know. It just seems like water would be everywhere. I've never used one, though. But a guy I work with... Does and he loves it. I don't know. Well, I mean, you could you could still use TP, but just like one little square instead of yeah, however much you use. So much. Just, yeah. just, yeah. Just is that enough to dry? Just I mean, I wish you guys could see the motions these dudes are doing right now. We've got to start recording these Just run it up to crack. <laughs> oh man! Sometimes yeah, no. I wonder why I come here. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but yeah, no. I mean, in all seriousness, man, like I, I, I feel like the bidet is a is a great answer to all things in the world, man. Like <laughs> everywhere else is doing it right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they even make bidets that have like ultraviolet lights and stuff around, so it huh. like kills bacteria and keeps your toilet more clean. That's pretty dope. I, first time I ever heard about a, a bidet. Uh, was in Crocodile Dundee because they mentioned it in the movie Crocodile Dundee, and 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 Crocodile Dundee's there and he can't figure out the bidet, mm. and and he's looking at it and he's like putting his foot in it and all kinds of other things like he did because you know there was like a regular toilet and then there was a bidet there beside it because they were standing in some like a fancy schmancy uh, you know thing in downtown Manhattan. And then he finally figures it out and he reaches out to the American woman that's brought him to the Americans. And he's like, oh, I got it. One dunny and one bidet. And I'm like, what's a dunny for starters? Oh, yeah. and, but apparently that's what they call maybe a regular toilet in Australia. Yeah, maybe I learned that from Bluey. Yeah. There you go, a dunny and a bidet. Wow. Um, and yeah. And, and, and here's another thing that I think the bidet, the bidet kind of solves. And I feel like it could have saved this kid uh, that I was in band with because uh, he did something at band camp that nearly got him killed. Uh, he... Went to the bathroom, and for starters, he would, when he'd go to the bathroom, he'd be in there a long time. Like he'd wait till everybody else was done, mostly as far as he could tell, and then he would take some Einstein book in there, like literally some book that had like a collection of Einstein's theories. He'd be in there for a good forty-five minutes, and you would never hear the toilet flush, mm. which we all thought was strange, and we figured out why the very first night we went in. 
and we all came back out and was like, okay, who threw their poop-covered toilet paper in the trash? Mm. Yeah. Why do you do that? Because he said, and I quote, well, that's, that's how we do it at my house. We throw it. I'm like, whoa, wait. Everybody in your house puts their poopy toilet paper in an open air Mm-mm. garbage can? Like, isn't that the worst? Like, think about how a diaper smells after it's been yeah. sitting for a little while. There's, they make those little things you can put diapers in that mm-hmm. seal everything up so yeah. you don't have to sit there diaper and smell genie. it. The diaper genie, man. The di- One right. of these days, if you have kids code, you got to get a diaper genie. But, oh, really? but, this is, but this is just like your poop is there in the open air. And we were like, dude, don't like flies form around it? Doesn't it smell off one? Aren't you just in general disgusted when you go and look at other people's poop? And he's like, well, we, we pretty much like have to empty it every, every day. And we're like, why don't you flush it? Like, well, because we we we're, we have a, a septic tank and it kind of like backs it up and makes it weird. And we're like, well, when you're with us, you flush your poopy toilet paper. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow, I've got, never heard of something like that. Yeah, it's crazy. I got one question about the bidet. I've always <laughs> wondered. I guess I'm sure there's got to be a percentage of people who have at least. <laughs> Considered or attempted to use a bidet as a water fountain. I'm not gonna lie, it crossed my mind. See? Right? I would not do it, but I wonder, you know, there's people out there, kids, uh-huh. you know, maybe. Uh-huh. Some, somebody's tried it. Uh, you guarantee, I guarantee it. somebody's tried you it. That's probably why they got the ultraviolet light and everything down there. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, you, so you can see where the water is when it's coming out your face. Yeah, yeah. and apparently, like, the nice ones have like self cleaning mechanisms. And, like, because that was always my thing. Like, what if something gets on it? Like, how do you clean it? Like, I don't, hmm. but I, but I don't know exactly how it works. But yeah, I, don't either. I mean, they're, they apparently they take a lot. Like, uh, some of the nicer ones take a lot, but they make them now. Like, you can get on Amazon right now and just buy a lid that it attaches to your existing toilet. Tushy. You, yeah. It's called Tushy. You huh. got it. Yeah, you got to run it's water. Like, it's it, like but. 80 bucks or something. Yeah, it's not I, bad. I've been wanting to get one so bad. Yeah, and, and <laughs> see, I wanted to get one with a nightlight. Oh, yeah. My wife is like, you're not putting a nightlight on the toilet lid. I'm like, That's a smart not? idea. Yeah, I, I thought so too. Like, you know, you go in in the middle of the night, and maybe yeah, it's mostly- can't miss, right? Yeah, you can't miss. But then she's like, yeah, but but girls don't, the girls will sit down. We're not going to miss like you guys will. And I'm like, but- The light's not going to hurt. Yeah, I'm like, why don't we, why can't we fast and furious our toilet up, yeah. man? Just make some neon under <laughs> yeah, there. Pimp my John. <laughs> pimp my John, man. <laughs> Get some spinners on there. <laughs> they spinner. <laughs> oh, uh, well, okay. That's a fantastic idea because I don't want to like turn the light on in the middle of the night and blind myself. Yeah, because yeah. then you can't go back to sleep. It's right. dark and trip everything. Step oh. on Legos and crap. No. Yeah. Well, and and too, and I'll tell you, my wife, she can't like if there is a if 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 we were in that um, kitchen right now. Our bedroom's in the, this corner of the house over here. If we flipped on that light while she was asleep, she'd wake up. I guarantee it. Really? She just, like, knows when lights are on. Hmm. And she it's can't like take sense. it. sense. She can't take it. She's, like, part vampire or something, man. She cannot take it when lights are on. Hmm. All she, the more reason to get a nightlight. I know. I know. Mm. Like, we've got a nightlight that in, on the stairway. I'm surprised it survived all these years because it's light right outside our bedroom door. Right. She's just kind of learned to live with it. But she buys these contraptions from Amazon all the time that like 
shield out the light and she's always looking at like blackout curtains and stuff. And I'm like, why don't we just dig or something? Yeah. I'm like, why don't we just dig a hole in the ground and have no windows? Like, I think that that'd just be the solution. Like, let's let's live in a bunker. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And then you don't have any sun to worry about. And she's like, well, but then I was afraid I might not wake up. Like if the sun didn't come up, I have a theory that if we didn't have to pee, we just wouldn't wake up Mm. ever. Yeah. Ever. Maybe we could sleep Mm. indefinitely. Maybe if it wasn't for the urge to pee, I think peeing is nature's mechanism for uh, making sure we don't just sleep forever and ever and ever and ever and ever in like a mm. sleeping beauty. Like, like I, I bet that was like Sleeping Beauty's thing. Like she was born without a bladder or something, and that's why. Yeah, she, that is a great question. Yeah. How did she? Did, like, did like the? Uh, no, that's 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 Snow White in it. I was thinking of the dwarves. Did they like go in no. and change her every once in a while while she was sleeping? I don't, or wait, no, was Snow White the one who was asleep? Yeah. Yes. Who, did you, who did you say? Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty was asleep, well, too. Yeah, I guess it's both of them. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. They were all asleep. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's no, weird. I mean, uh, because, I mean, you know, they, they never talked about, you know, then they removed the catheter and we lived happily ever right. after, you know. Well, I wonder about that about, like, bears that hibernate, you know? Do they just go, yeah. they use the bathroom, like, once and then they're done for three months, or? Yeah. I mean, are they like a guy trying to pass a kidney stone laying in a bathtub just peeing on himself? Not that I've ever done that, but that's, <laughs> that's embarrassing. Pretty specific. That's pretty, uh, no, you know, it happens to a lot of people. Okay. Oh, yeah. it's, it's normal. It's normal. It's not normal. <laughs> you do what you got to do, pass and stones, man. <laughs> it's rough. It's rough. I know. <laughs> Come on, man. Do it. <laughs> oh, okay. Last thing. This is this is the the very last thing, and I I I have deep personal shame about this one. And uh, um, my therapist, if I still had one, would probably say, "You need to get this out there so you can finally move on." with your life and have a little victory in your life every once in a while. And like, this is holding you back, bro. Okay. And here it is. I don't admit this to too many people. Now I'm going to say it on a podcast that, uh, 20 people are going to listen to people. Tens of people are going to listen to this. And, uh, guys, I can't, um, uh, I, um, I can't, I can't wipe sitting down. You stand up to wipe. Why'd you say it like that? (laughs) I'm sorry. Let me take that. How else do you say? I, I understand, man. I get it, dude. Like we will fight right now. How does, <laughs> how does that make it easier? Uh, when it, you stand up, the cheeks clench. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Listen. All right. Uh, do you have a special tool you have to use to? You got one of them brushes on a stick. I'm not that big yet. Okay. I mean, I, <laughs> uh, I, I'm a, I, I might be getting like church choir big, you know, but I, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm, I don't need a brush yet. I don't need a brush yet. <laughs> Just a washcloth and like a golf. It's more, it's not even about that. I feel like I'm going to, it's, it, it, I feel like I'm going to fall off the toilet. Uh-huh. I have an irrational fear of falling off the toilet. Well, you know, I get or, that. Or falling halfway off the toilet and then you, 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 you know, the crack lands on the edge of the seat. Oh. And then you got a mess. And then you got to go to the butt doctor. That actually, <laughs> you saying reasons. that actually put like a little bit of fear in me. Because <laughs> like, I mean, I, I've like in my adult life, I've been like, come on, man, everybody does this. You can do it too. Because the first time I ever admitted this to someone was a fellow musician. And he said exactly what you see. He's like, man, you stand and squish? Like, stand and squish. <laughs> he's like, man, nobody, why would you stand and squish? Didn't that make you use so much more toilet paper like that? I'm like, listen, it all, it all, it all squishes when you wipe anyway. And he's like, 
I don't have that issue. Like, he's like, man, let's go to the bathroom right now. I'll coach you. And I said, I know, I know how the mechanics work. You need, okay? a, you need a hand, man? I, like, like, I just can't. Like, I'll start to lean. And because I'm a, I'm a heavy guy, I'm thinking that bolt is going to rip out of the floor. And I'm either going to land, you know, basically crack on crack. And then, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm definitely having reconstructive surgery back there. <laughs> or, which I, it's, irrational, it's an irrational fear, I know. But either that or the toilet's going to snap loose and, mm. like, pipes are going to break and Water the toilet spirit. water's go pouring, pouring all over me. Major and bidet. Just make my own bidet. <laughs> just, like, I mean, because what are you going to do? Like, I mean, I've only had one real, like, game-time decision moment in my life when my son was little and he had projectile diarrhea on me. Um, and I'm talking like I lifted him up and it shot out and uh, hit me in the chest. It was a seven for sure. Yeah, it was a seven <laughs> for sure. It was straight. It was straight Wendy's Frosty. <laughs> hit me in the chest and made a noise like 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 uh, a thunk noise like a like, and a, then, like a wet paper like towel on the floor yes. <laughs> Followed by drip. <laughs> oh, but, and then it like it all got up in my in my beard, oh, oh, and some of it went to my mouth, oh, and it was just me and him at the house. Ooh. And that's a game time decision, right there. Like, what do you do? Like, how do you? I mean, I, my that my solution then. I just threw my clothes away. I, I I literally put them in the trash, and me and my son went into the bathtub, and we both just sat there and cried and farted <laughs> in the tub, and it was all bad, and I and I couldn't do it, and 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 so man, it was intense. But in those moments. So game, can you imagine what would happen if that toilet broke and then all of a sudden you got you got poop on you, you got toilet water on you, you got water spraying everywhere, you've broken your toilet. What if the toilet itself snaps or cracks and like cuts you? You know, I had a buddy literally get a piece of a teeter-totter stuck up his mm. hind end, like a big splinter stuck up his hind end. They had to go into his butt crack area and remove a large splinter that came out of a teeter-totter because playgrounds used to be real gangster and dangerous no matter where you went because they didn't replace anything back in the yeah. 80s. Wow. Nothing's new. Now you got to stick with whatever we had in 1955. That's how you roll. <laughs> and, and, and this is, so I mean, I, I'm scared of that thing breaking, cutting me, impaling me, and then me being home alone. I mean, it's all these irrational fears, but I can't bring myself to do it. Like, and I've tried a lot in the last few years and every time I go for it, I get I get about halfway there and then like I feel the toilet kind of shimmy a little bit. I'm like, oh, no, I can't, I can't do it. I can't. And I just, and I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm just standing and squishing. I'm just going to stand and squish. I'm going to stand and squish. You know, I don't care what you say about me. I'm going to stand and squish because I'm not going to be the guy that gets killed by his toilet bowl because if it's going to happen to anybody, it's going to happen to me. Death by toilet bowl. You write it down. That's what you put on my headstone and let my shame live forever but be a lesson to others. That's what I'm saying. Wow. You've converted me. I'm going to stand and squish. No, I mean, I've, I've, I've broken my fair share of toilet seats doing the lean and wipe, but, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm a big dude. I get it. And I, and I have fallen off the toilet after a few drinks and trying to wipe, but, you know, I've never had, like, a catastrophe happen. <laughs> Where every imaginable thing that goes wrong just goes wrong. Murphy's Law in the toilet. But you know, I mean, I get it. Stand and squish. And the thing of it is, I don't know where this irrational fear comes from. <laughs> I've never seen it in a movie. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. I've never seen. I've never even seen anybody suggest it. This is purely an invention of my yeah. own mind, which is clearly evidence that I should probably be seeking professional help. <laughs> <laughs> be, be like, but I can see that therapist like Chad. Did, listen, did did you stand and squish all week? And be like, 
I have to stand and squish, man. I don't want to die by the toilet. I can't. And here's the thing. Here's what I worry about. I've passed this on to my children. Mm. My children also stand and squish. Wow. Yep. I mean, when I, t- when I was teaching them how to do it, like when they were real little, and my son was like, Daddy, how do you wipe your butt? And I was like, I froze. <laughs> and because I'm like, I'm going to ruin Ask him. Your mother. I'm going to ruin him forever right now. And I just said, stand up, son. He stood up and he kind of had to look on his face like, something doesn't feel right. right. And I said, then you get back there, you know, just hope, just hope you don't have, you know, hopefully your arms are long enough. That's your only (laughs) goal right there. He gets, you know, he, he, he cleaned it up and then he still does it. And I think my daughter does it too. And I've, I've ruined him. Yeah. You're like a, you're like that employee at like a job that's like supposed to train the new people, and he's just like, you know, this ain't the way they do things, but this is the way I do it, and you better learn. We're a stand and squish company here. We're stand and squish all the way. Or it's like it's like when I, I'm pretty sure one of these days my daughter is gonna hate me for a num- numerous reasons, and this is probably the biggest. Because number one, she's going to be like, my dad taught me to stand and squish, and apparently no human being does that. Um, and um, Three of them now. Three of them now <laughs> in the world. And she's like, for starters, that's it. And then the other is, all right, world, don't judge me. I know you guys aren't going to judge me. Yeah, we might a little. Mm-hmm. Might a little. I won't judge you out loud. Yeah. When my, <laughs> when, when my daughter was growing up, she spent a lot of time with me. And then one day, you know, I was, you know, helping her clean up, you know, change her diaper or whatever. She was old enough to talk and think. And she said, Daddy, what's, what's my thing called? And guys, I, I mean, just like the stand and squish moment, I straight panicked. Oh, no. The wife wasn't home. I could not toss this off to her. I would have walked away. And I felt like she just looking at me with her innocent, cute little eyes. And I just said, well, baby, that, um, that's your... Uh, and some parents, they can just say the words to their kids so easy. Those words that to this day embarrass me to say, the P word or the V word. I just can't. They embarrass me to say. This is why my podcast is labeled explicit, I'm sure, right here, <laughs> moments like this right now. And I, and I was like, you know what, Chad? You just need to man up and say. Just say it. Just say it. You just need to say it. It's just a word, I'm, I'm like, just a word. It's just what it's called. It's in medical dictionaries like the Bristol poop chart. It's a Bristol medical thing. Chart. Nobody's, nobody's going to be offended if you say it. I'm sure the wife will be fine with it. You know, I think my brother and sister-in-law, that's what they, uh, you know, start, told, start telling their kids from a very young is this is your... You know, the, the, this is, <laughs> and, and, and I've tried to start an engine yeah. here. I, I can't say, I can't, I can't do it. I can't say it. I, I, I can't. And, and I, and I, and, and I looked at my daughter her eyes full of wonder. And I said, baby, that's your, that, that, that's your, that's your critter. That, that's your critter. <laughs> she said, critter? How is that better? I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and I, I, but I'd already, it was, it was out there. And <laughs> then, and I said, that's your, that's your, that's your critter. And, Quit and, thinking and, right off the top of the bat. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was, a, and so then she walked away satisfied with that answer. Sure. And I'm like, there's no way I'm not getting in trouble in T minus two hours when Jennifer comes home. And so, what does my daughter do? But she'd run, she runs, she, when she was little, she did nothing but run around in her underwear. And so my wife walks in 
and my daughter runs up to her in her underwear and she starts um, smacking her private area, going, Mommy, look, my critter. And my wife is like, What's going on? And, oh, no. and, and like, I just ran out the door. I was like, I, don't, I, don't really, like, I, I left my phone behind. I didn't even want to be found. I just, I just went away. It's time to and leave. So she's, because I, I, could, I, could, I could just see, I could feel the lecture coming, like, First, stand and squish. Now, critter, what is wrong with you? Like, I was, so, yeah. Yeah. So I think I think the moral to all of these stories is that uh, we are we're deprived or de- depraved and terrible people. Yeah. Um, and we make a lot of mistakes, but you know what? Those mistakes mold us into who we are. I don't think we have to be ashamed of these things. They're just natural proceeds. So whether you're picking your belly button, whether mm-hmm. you're picking your nose, just don't flick it. You could cut a foot. Keep in mind the wisdom of Connie right, Jr. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, I think that if we were all just more honest about these things, the world could change. I mean, mm-hmm. really, really and truly, I think like, you know, it's like when you go on a first date with someone, you're not really, you're not meeting them. It's like Chris Rock said, you're meeting their representative. Mm-hmm. But if you just come right out and be like, man, don't farts smell so much worse in the bathtub? <laughs> and if she walks away, it wasn't meant to be. Nah, that's on her. I mean, that's, 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 I mean, we're talking about like, we could, this is like real e-harmony stuff right here. <laughs> this is how it goes down. And, uh. It's all normal. Everybody does it. We're just yeah. too afraid to say it. Just too afraid to say it. But it's just, it's just bodies are gross. They go through things and it's okay. Mm-hmm. And for all of you, tens of people listening out there, um, I, uh, I don't know what to say for us. Other than uh, we're real sorry, and <laughs> we'll catch I'm not you sorry. on the next episode unless they shut us down. So, uh, you know, eat your cereal with the fork, um, do your homework in the dark, and uh, stand and squish. Mm-hmm. Stand and squish. Stand and squish. And All just, right, guys. Just so you know, I've smelled my hands twenty six times during the recording <laughs> of this podcast. <laughs> And you didn't that, even know. You didn't even know. And on that love, our next T-shirt, peace, love, and squish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to go buy some Zupu. <laughs>